970 AM, KNEA. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, hey, friends. Another week, and it's uh, one of the weeks we've all been waiting for. This is a week that ends in college football. It might not be your team that's going to be in action this Saturday. It might not be your team's time to shine yet, but but this weekend's in college football. Friends, we are almost there. We are so close. Thanks for killing time with us yet again today. Here on the Workday Red Zone, always appreciate you tuning in on the ticket, KDA 970 AM, along with 95.3, 96.9, and 104.1 KBRI. We are streaming online at 953theticket.com. And in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. What you do there is you download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA, and you're going to be all set. If you want to shout out today, pretty easy to do. You can just call us, 870-930-3776. Hopefully, we've got a question that you all are ready to dive in on today. You can also interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash 95.3 the ticket, or on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, at 95.3 The Ticket or by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm already all raspy. I think it's because the only person I really talked to this weekend was my dog, so I didn't really talk a lot. I'll uh, I'll get better as the show goes on. Kara Ritchie with you here, of course. Joined in studio by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. Big day. Yeah. Coming up for our friend Kate here. Very excited. First off, this is going to be an awesome week, period. Because not only does it end in college football, but it ends in high school football, too. It does. And so we'll hear Brooklyn coverage uh, for the first time this season on the EAB family of stations, your new voice of the Bearcats. Kate Carlton going to be on the call there. But in the meantime, starting today, 2 o'clock, as soon as we're done here on the Workday Red Zone, what are we going to hear? The setup with Kate Carlton and Andrew Bowen. Uh, we have added yet another hour of local programming to our lineup. So from morning, noon to, to almost night, at least through your drive home, it is all live and local on the ticket couldn't be more excited to hear what Kate and Andrew have in store for us today at two o'clock. Give us, uh, give us a quick, a quick tease. What's what's in store at two o'clock today? Uh, well, we're going to kind of go over to start the show. Just kind of go over, you know, the general show schedule and kind of lay out what uh, the show is going to be, how it's going to be like, and all that. Uh, have a few things that we want to talk about. Uh, have a built-in segment we're going to debut today. We're going to talk with. Uh, Voice of the Red Bulls, Matt Stoltz at two thirty. So we got a good, good little lineup today. Okay, I'm excited. I will be. That will be. Yeah, we've already got a few built-in weekly guests too. All so right. it's off and running. You re- you want to share those? Or you want to wait? Uh, I'll share them. Okay. I don't care. Well, that fill fill us in. Fill us uh, in. Tuesdays at two thirty. It's Philip Butterfield. Okay. Uh, Wednesdays at three thirty. It's. Uh, or Wednesdays at 2.30, excuse me. It's uh, Mitchell Gladstone of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Okay. And then Thursdays at 2.30, it's Curtis Wilkerson of hogsports.com. Okay. So. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited. So what we got confirmed right now. So. All right. That, that sounds like, look, I know you guys will continue to add more to it, but that's uh, obviously a great start just right off the flip. Again, today, every day, every weekday at least, 2 o'clock, uh, be here on the ticket for the setup. Uh, we've got, of course, a couple of hours of the Workday Red Zone, though, to get through until it's uh, time for that program to make its premiere. Uh, just a couple of quick notes uh, from the weekend. Uh, Arkansas State football having their second scrimmage 
on Saturday. Again, not a scrimmage that was open to the media, but uh, it sounded like Butch Jones considered it a productive day for the team. They worked on a lot of situational football, uh, worked on everything from uh, two-point conversions to special teams. So today actually marks the 15th of, well, it marks the 15th of 15 practices Jones and his team are having this fall. So uh, now fall camp is over after today. And it will be officially the preseason. A-State begins classes tomorrow. And then uh, preseason, 12 days away now from the season opener against Central Arkansas. And Fayetteville Razorbacks also went through their second scrimmage of fall camp on Saturday. So they did about 150 plays in Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Uh, Sam Pittman held out a lot of key players from that scrimmage. However, he did say that um, if it was game time, a lot of these guys would be ready to go, and he does anticipate that everybody who was held out on Saturday should be available for the season opener. That's also September the 4th. The Hogs going to be playing Rice to get their year underway. Meanwhile, yesterday, Cardinals avoided a sweep at the hands of the Pirates. Avoided a sweep. Good Lord. Anyways, 3-0 was the final there as uh, Adam Wainwright pitched eight shutout innings. was fantastic again. He struck out nine. Birds off today. And uh, that's pretty much it for some of the headlines in terms of the local teams here. Um, all things we're going to be discussing throughout the course of the show. I want to go ahead and throw out today's KavanaughCars.com question, though. And I like it here because, just a, a quick note, I've already posted this on Twitter. First three answers, all different. So I like that. I, I hope we can kind of keep that same energy for the show. Although, if you guys say these same three players over and over and over again, you know what? We'll be all right with that, too. Uh, but we continue to take... Your predictions, your prognostications for the upcoming 2021 Arkansas State football season. And I want to know today, who will be this this season's A-State football MVP? And that is our KavanaughCars.com question. Everybody always answers a question like this a little bit differently. Because one, for as long as there have been MVP awards in any sport, for any team, in any aspect... People have always kind of debated valuable. Is it your stat leader? Is it your most irreplaceable player? How exactly do you term that? And that's something, of course, you all have to think of by yourself. You have to define that uh, in terms of your own answer. Last year was Jay Adams Award. Uh, Last year was Jay Adams. Um, Not just because he had the most stats, but at the end of the season... Or this year in spring, they actually gave him the Larry Lacewell Award, which goes to the previous season's MVP. So not only did he, uh, I mean, he's officially the MVP. They gave him the trophy. That's what that means. And, of course, he had an absolutely phenomenal season for Arkansas State football. The year before that, Omar Bayless. I am going to go and go ahead and make a bold prediction on this. I will, I will figure out my answer through the course of the program. But it's not going to be a wide receiver this year. Now, that's not because I don't think the talent is there. I I really am excited on what Corey Rucker can possibly do this year. I'm excited to see what a healthy Dahu Green can do this year. What Tavalence Hunt can do. Heck, what Reagan Ely can do. You know, what is he doing as a walk-on true freshman that Butch Jones is already throwing him out there into the fire and, and giving him reps? There's no telling. Who all is going to be who all is going to emerge there at that wide receiver spot and be able to 
get some of those catches that now were, you know, Jay Adams is gone, Brandon Bowling is gone. You've got to have guys step up in that role. Also add Jeff Foreman to the list of guys. I'm excited to see in that wide receiver role. But the reason that I, I'm going to go ahead and throw out that prediction is because I just think this will be a year where we see just a little bit more balance offensively. And what I mean by that is you go back and look last year. Jay Adams accounted for a quarter of A-State's offensive touchdowns and about 20% of their total yards. I just I just don't think there will be one player taking up so much of the plays of the yards of the touchdowns as we saw Jay Adams do last year. I'm going to be wrong. Corey Rucker is going to go out and score four out of the five offensive touchdowns the first game and then I'm going to be wrong just from beginning to end. We'll see. But that is my one prediction that this year it will not be a wide receiver. Again, who will be this season's Arkansas State football MVP? That's our question. We'll let you think about it for just a moment. We'll check in with D-Money on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for shouting at us. I believe it's going to be one of the running backs because I think there's going to be a much a much greater emphasis on ball control, controlling the clock. Uh, Marcel Murray, if uh, if he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. I think he has a very good shot at it. So I, I think it's going to be one of the running backs. I really do. I think the fact of, of ball control, using the clock, is going to be an emphasis this year. Um, the defense, I you just never know. I It's so hard to say in preseason, but if I had a guess, it's going to be somebody in the running game. Okay. I would not. Right. Uh, I, I would certainly not hate that answer for sure. After that's been an aspect that A State hasn't necessarily excelled over the past couple of years. So, so nobody's going to be mad if if your answer turns out to be correct. Well, that's what I saw Saturday. I mean, I was there officiating, and that's. I, I really think that you're going to see a much, like you were talking about earlier, a much more balanced attack. And there's a, a lot of emphasis on the running game, and it was very good. I mean, they, the offensive line opened up some nice holes, and I, I was pretty impressed. They looked good. Did not know you had a front row, heck, you didn't even have a seat. You had a front row feet on the field view to the action. Yeah, I was I was uh, one of the officials. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, uh, give us some other scoops on that. I mean, was it? I will not do that. Okay. I, I know it was a closed practice, and I'm, <laughs> I, I will respect the, uh, the anonymity or the confidentiality of the team. I'll just, I will say this much, uh, just like I told JC, I don't, see i don't know how the season is going to end but it won't be for a lack of enthusiasm it won't be for a lack of effort by coaches and or players uh i was very impressed with coach jones very positive everybody was hustling even the athletic trainers he had them hustling as well so the organization was terrific there was a lot of energy the guys were into it it was uh it was very impressive i was really really happy to see the energy that was out there. And if it translates into game day and into the games, I think they're fixing to have a pretty good year. You know, seven, eight wins, which I think for a first year for a new head coach would be a pretty pretty large uh, accomplishment. I mean, eight wins would double the win total from last year. And I tell you what, D-Money, that's 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 a gr- as much of a scoop as I think we need to continue to be optimistic about this season. Did you hustle as well while you were out there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> right. uh, I, I was running like you wouldn't believe, and it, it was a lot of fun. It, it was very enjoyable to see the, uh, the speed that they've got now. They've, they've gotten much, much quicker on the defensive end. Uh, their size is, is pretty good. 
But I, like I said, the effort and the attitude was absolutely what made made the day for me. The kids were terrific on both sides of it. Uh, I didn't hear any complaining, anything of that nature. Everything was upbeat, positive. Let's get it done. And the kids did. I was very, very happy. And the coaches were all terrific. Ryan Applin was an absolute joy to watch coach. As much fun as it was to watch him play. Really appreciate this phone call today, D-Money. Oh, hey, my pleasure. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to divulge anything else other than I, that. But. No, I know. Look, I know you cannot. You cannot call in and give us play formations and give us personnel. We're not we're not asking you to provide us with the 2D, but I feel like you gave our listeners and myself valuable information there and just talking about the mentality of the team and just some, some general observations from what you saw on Saturday. So, again, we, we appreciate the fact that you call a lot, but today, uh, special phone call. So, thank you for that. Well, like I and one of the things I, I do want to mention that, to me, really stood out more than anything was the effort of the defense and how fast they played. Last year they looked a little bit perplexed at times, and not, not, this, not this defense. This defense was moving and getting after it every single play. So I, the defense, I think you're going to see a major turnaround. Those guys were flying around, and let me tell you, the pads were popping. I like so, it. So did I. D-Money, thanks so much for giving us a ring today. Hey, you have a great day, and everybody just remember, two weeks from now, get out there and support these kids, man. They're working their butts off. Let's uh, let's show America with Jonesboro and the Northeast Arkansas area is about Let's uh, Let's support our guys and make a good showing of it. Hey, let's do it. Thanks for shouting out us, D-Money. Well, that phone call did absolutely nothing to temper my expectations for the season. I would pretty much be okay just injecting most of that phone call straight into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> Where, again, to to hit some of the highlights there and what D-Money witnessed on Saturday while he was out officiating that game. He bragged on the effort, bragged on the intensity, bragged on the focus, bragged on the positive attitude. Says there is increased speed, increased focus by the defense. I'm leaving out some other good stuff, he said. But those were some of my biggest takeaways from what he just called in and said. And look, for those of you, if you went to the scrimmage and you want to tell us about it, we're not asking you to spill government secrets. I'm pretty sure, you know, you had to sign something saying you would offer up your firstborn if you provided any details of the scrimmage. But if you have general observations like that, would would love to hear them. I don't need the too deep. We'll get that in a week and a half. And I'm still firmly convinced it's going to say Lane Hatcher or James Blackman anyway. So, <laughs> so that biggest mystery of fall camp is going to continue to be one, I would anticipate, for a little bit longer. But would love to hear some other observations. Would also love to hear your answer on today's KavanaughCars.com question. Who will be this season's Arkansas State football MVP? D-Money went with the running back. Uh, most likely, in that case, Marcel Murray, by all accounts, appears to be healthy, appears to be ready to go. Don't know a lot about what happened at the scrimmage on Saturday, but have heard that he scored a touchdown in that one, was able to get loose and, you know, show off what he can do, which I can't wait to see on September the 4th. But uh, that's the question today. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk a little bit more A-State football right after the break. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. 
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, Scotty. What now? Want to go eat lunch at Southern Chef? Oh, sure, I'll drive. No, I'll drive. No, I'll drive. I want to get my car washed and save 25 cents a gallon on gas. Well, so do I. I'm going to go buy an unlimited wash package and get the first month for $1. VP Power Wash and Southern Chef, 2305 South Caraway in Jonesboro. VP Power Wash, the science of clean for your car. Sign up for any of their monthly unlimited wash packages starting at $14.99 and get the first month for $1. Yup, wash your car all you want that first month for $1. Or if you buy any single purchase car wash at the pump, you get 25 cents a gallon off your gas purchase. Save either way and keep your car clean. VP Power Wash, 2305 South Caraway. VP Power Wash and Southern Chef, 2305 South Caraway in Jonesboro. All right, fine. I'll just meet you there, but you're paying for lunch. Fine. I'm saving enough money on gas and car washes. I can buy your lunch for a week. Well, sounds good to me. Registration for the 2021 fall semester classes has begun at East Arkansas Community College in Forest City. The American Rescue Plan has funding that students may receive for the fall semester. Yes, that's right, free money for fall. Up to $1,200 for degree-seeking students enrolled in six or more hours. For more information, call 870-633-4480, extension 215, or email care at eacc.edu. Fall classes begin Monday, August 23rd. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. There are many programs available to get you trained and get you to work faster. Apply online at eacc.edu. Visit the Wind Center or Main Campus in Forest City or call 870-633-4480 and register today for the fall semester. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro's the car capital of the Mid-South and Central Chevrolet is leading the way. Save up to $3,500 on a 2021 Chevy Silverado. Get $3,000 off a 20. 21 Chevy Equinox are $1,500 off a 2021 Trax with new inventory arriving daily. Ask about free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Central Chevrolet, home of meter beat pricing on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. With a credit check dealer for detail. Near Ready Mix is a regional supplier of Ready Mix concrete serving eight counties in northeast Arkansas. High quality products with dependable service, residential, and commercial. Near Ready Mix is looking for qualified individuals to join our team with openings in Jonesboro, Paragold, and Blyville. Qualifications and include DOT health card and CDL class B with air brake. New competitive pay structure sign on bonus health care and 401k. Call 870-935-6327. Near Ready Mix, that's 935-6327. And like Near Ready Mix on Facebook. A hundred years ago, there were a hundred thousand tigers in the wild. Today, there are as few as 3,200. The earth's wild animals can't speak up when they need help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out with you today. 9303776 is the number to call. Who will be the season's Arkansas State football MVP? Again, every answer we've received so far on social media is different, which is awesome. I think that says a lot of different things. One, I think it says that still nobody's quite sure what to make of a team with over 50 newcomers. But two, I think it also says that that this is a team where there are 
plenty of opportunities for guys to step up across the board. You know, we've already mentioned, when you look at, at last year's stats, A-State's, well, one of A-State's quarterbacks is out from last year. A-State's top two leading wide receivers in terms of touchdowns uh, are, are not back. Jamal Jones in the run game graduated. He was Arkansas State's uh, leading running back last year. So you have plenty of opportunities for playmakers to step up on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, A-State's top tackler last year, and Justin Rice is out. A-State's leading uh, big body, Forrest Merrill, is now trying to make his mark with the Chargers. You look at some other opportunities for guys to step up and be playmakers. I have no idea who's going to be doing what on special teams. Who can step up in the return game? There is not a player returning that fielded a punt last year. That was Rashad Paul's job. That was Brandon Bowling's job. Who's going to step in and do that? Kick returns? Are they looking at Jeff Foreman to step back into that role? Could a healthy Marcel Murray be able to do that? He's returned kicks in the past. Lincoln Perry? Just some options there. There are so many different places across the board where playmakers can emerge this season. So again, who will be this year's Arkansas State football MVP? And I do love the fact that everybody's got a different answer. One quick uh, one quick pro sports world update for those of you keeping tabs on the wild card race and looking around baseball. And we'll talk more baseball with you in the second hour of the program, but do want to mention this since it is breaking news. Padres have fired their pitching coach. He's wow. gone. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, there's a month and a half left in the season. The Padres have been struggling lately. And a lot of that, of course, due to the fact that their pitching has not performed well. And now, all of a sudden, that is a team that is is not 100% in control of its own destiny. They've been passed in the wild card race by the Reds. And they have not played well lately. Not that it wasn't big at the time, but how much bigger is it now that the Dodgers were able to go out and get Max Scherzer when, by all accounts, he was supposed to be a Padre. There was a tentative agreement or at least some some very progressed conversations in place for Scherzer to be in that Padres rotation. Didn't work out. Now he's in L.A. And now the Padres have lost five out of their last six. And, you know, some of these losses, uh, gosh, even more than that. In fact, they have two wins out of what looks like their last dozen or so games. Some of those losses against the Diamondbacks, against the Rockies, they are not losing to good teams. They're not out there losing to the Dodgers yeah. and the Giants. They are losing to bad, bad baseball teams. So Yeah, and all of a sudden they've gone from being the wild, one of the wild card favorites to a favorite probably not even to make the playoffs at this point, you would think. I'd be interested in going and looking at uh, like fan graphs. They do playoff odd projections, uh, playoff projection odds. I'd be curious to know what the Padres playoff percentage odds were like 10 days ago on August the 13th and then what they are now because that is that I can tell you right now that is a dramatic, dramatic drop. Uh, back to football here for a moment. Again, 9303776, the number to call. 
who will be this season's Arkansas State football MVP. Always very easy in a question like this to make a case for the quarterbacks because they typically get more glory when things go right and they're guys that are able to rack up all the stats and all of that. It is slightly more difficult to make that prediction this season because we still don't know exactly who Arkansas State's starting quarterback will be. Following the scrimmage Saturday night, Butch Jones had good things to say about both of those guys. Don't don't have any audio to share with you, but, but we'll read some quotes here. And one of the things he said was, quote, Lane and James are getting better and better every day, end quote. Uh, he did sound pretty pleased by Lane Hatcher's performance on Saturday. Um, not that Not that he sounded displeased by Blackman. He just had a few more positive things to say about Hatcher. And it seems like that's gone back and forth because I can think of other days where he's had a few more positive things to say about Blackman. And I can think of some days where he's elaborated on quarterback A or quarterback B simply for the fact that he was asked more questions about quarterback A or quarterback B. So if you're trying to listen into what Butch Jones is saying and be able to pick the starting quarterback by his comments and his quotes, good luck. Because they continue to change it up. Uh, One of the things that he said uh, complimentary about Lane Hatcher, he did say, you know, he praised his decision-making process and said he was good at, you know, he had gotten in a good rhythm. He was throwing in rhythm. Uh, He did continue to say that both guys are continuing to push each other in Hatcher and Blackman and that, uh, quote, I thought that position group took a step forward, end quote, on Saturday. So, again... This has kind of been the thought process for a lot of people all year is is the fact that as long as Butch Jones settles on one, everybody's going to be fairly pleased because I think the general consensus is that either one of these guys can make you successful. Just which one is going to make you more successful? Which one is going to be just a little bit better about making the rest of the offense around him look better? I don't think there's some significant drop-off between whoever ends up being QB1 and QB2. But I'm very intrigued to see who it will be. Again, we, the, the potential for Lane Hatcher to be the MVP is obviously, you know, very much possible. We've seen what he can do. I'm interested this year if he is the guy to see what his decision-making process has, has evolved into in a little bit of a new offense. And some of the other things that he's worked on. Because, you know, you go back to last year, it's not like it was a poor decision-making process in terms of putting the team in harm's way. 19 touchdowns to two interceptions is pretty dang good. Yeah, it's not bad. But I think one of the things that A-State struggled with last year was kind of the the in-between plays. Um, in the sense that, you know, th- there were some great highlights Some great boom plays. In fact, A-State was one of the top teams in the country in plays of of 30 yards or more. In plays of 40 yards or more. There were not very many teams better. But, man, sometimes you just need five or six. So, do you want to try and bomb a 30-yard play and, and possibly end up with an incompletion or an interception? Or can you take that safe six and focus on the next down? Focus on just having a few more yards to have to click off to be that much closer to the end zone. I would like to see a little bit of of progress there in the the in-between game. 
next season for Arkansas State. It's going to take a little bit more time off the clock if you're not constantly booming it down the field. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, if the first play of the season is a 78-yard touchdown, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad about that either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw that against Troy a few years ago. One bad. Yeah. One bad. I'm, I'm never going to complain about that. First play of Lane Hatcher's career being all the way down the field for a, a, a touchdown from Omar Bayless. But, again, uh, could be easily, easily one of those guys. All of a sudden, time for another break again. Let's go ahead and hit pause. We've still got a lot to get into in terms of uh, Arkansas State, some news for football. Uh, look at what some of the A-State alums did in the pros. We'll dive in on all of that when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro is the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Ford and Truman is leading the way. And right now, Central Ford has a huge selection of pre-owned F-150s, Explorers, and Lincolns with great financing, low APR, and extended terms. Find a great deal on a pre-owned vehicle now at Central Ford. Central Ford and Truman, home of meter beat pricing. Exit 29, just off I-555, or online at centralfordtruman.com. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Soybeans and wheat still up this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. September corn at 537 and a quarter, down one and a half. With December corn at 535, down two. September soybeans at 1296 and three quarters, up three. With November soybeans at 1295 and a half, up four and three quarters. September wheat at 721 and a half, up seven and a quarter. With December wheat at 735 and a half, also up seven and a quarter. October cotton at 94.47, up 57. With December cotton at 93.22, up 12. September rice, 13.31, up 4 cents. November rice, 13.54, up 3. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle at 126.55, up 227 and a half. With October live cattle at 131.52 and a half, up 247 and a half. August feeder cattle at 158.02 and a half, down a dollar. With September feeder cattle at 167.35, up 185. October lane hogs at 87.57 and a half, down 105. With December hogs at 81.07 and a half, down 62 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report. I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. The Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame Class of 2020 and 2021 induction ceremony is September 23rd at Chenal Country Club in Little Rock with proceeds benefiting the new home of the Hall of Fame, the Museum of the Arkansas Grand Prairie in Stuttgart. The generous contributions of Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame partners are instrumental to preserving the traditions and history of Arkansas duck hunting. No matter the size of your business or organization, there are many ways that you can support and give back to your outdoor community, like becoming a sponsor of the Hall of Fame. Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame sponsors receive exposure to 250 event attendees with a vested interest in conservation, waterfowl, and hunting while supporting Arkansas Heritage and the Museum of the Arkansas Grand Prairie, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations benefiting the museum are tax deductible. Visit waterfowlerhof.com to discover how a sponsorship can help support your organization's goals. Again, go to waterfowlerhof.com to learn more. Presented by Saracen Casino Resort, the Arkansas 
Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame. Preserving Arkansas's duck hunting heritage for the future. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, who will be this season's Arkansas State Football MVP? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question as we welcome you back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out. I, I really feel like Kate's just kind of killing time for an hour and a half. Can't say I blame him. <laughs> the setup comes your way today at 2 o'clock. All in all, though, very busy week here on EAB just in terms of so much stuff we've got going on. Of course, football season is always a busy time of year here around the EAB studios, but I uh, can't wait because it really gets fired up this weekend as we start our high school football coverage. Um, we've added Brooklyn into the fold this year in terms of our broadcast. So Bearcat fans, 1017 Kiss FM is where you're going to be able to find your team starting this Friday. Uh, right here on the ticket, of course, is still the football home of the Jonesboro High School Golden Hurricane. Give them hell. Alma mater. Always going to be uh, pulling for, for those guys. You'll be able to hear Bud Chappelle on the call. The Valley View Blazers uh, will light the flame on KBTM 1230 News Talk 1013. And the Raiders still this season airing on Bob FM. That's 94.1. Uh, Craig Miller on the call there. So not only are you going to be able to hear all of these teams on your radio dial, but in addition to that, there is going to be streaming opportunities as well. So you can listen and you can watch if you're not able to be there in person. So really, really an exciting time. And if you're not able to listen or watch while the games are live, uh, we are going to be moving the Friday Night Light scoreboard show from 107.9 K-Fine to the ticket. So after the Jonesboro game goes final, uh, you'll be able to tune in here for the Friday Night Light scoreboard show. It is every score from every game, from every team in Northeast Arkansas, We'll check in with coaches, broadcasters, who knows who all they'll talk to after these games. But uh, I'm so excited for this Friday. Again, full slate of high school teams, and then we'll have the scores for you afterwards. And the next thing you know, next week, we'll get into, gosh, live with the Red Wolves is going to start up next week. And, of course, Arkansas State football as well. So impossible, impossible not to be excited this time of year. Uh, Getting excited just looking at your answers already for – who you think will be the season's Arkansas State football MVP. Had a couple mentions for Marcel Murray already, and man, would that not be ideal for so many different reasons. One, if, if he's the MVP at the end of the season, it means he's been healthy all year, which is amazing. But then two, uh, running the ball has not necessarily been Arkansas State's strong suit over the past couple of years. Now, a lot of that's been due to injury, uh, but part of that has been due to you know a little bit of not as much depth as was hopeful, and then just not as many playmakers. You know, last year, again, it it just blows my mind that looking back, Arkansas State only had seven touchdowns on the ground. Bold prediction. I expect that number to be higher uh, this year quite a bit, in fact. So Marcel Murray will obviously be a key piece for that. But I expect other guys in that room to shine as well. Uh, Saturday night following the scrimmage, Butch Jones said, um, he considered that running back room to be one of the deepest position groups. He is still searching for 
a little bit more consistency from that group and every single group on, on the team, to be honest with you. Is that something that he just wants to drill home is consistency, consistency, consistency. But you look in that room, and if you've got a healthy running back room, then you've got so many options there. Obviously, you know, Marcel Murray's going to be RB1 if he's healthy. And that's just going to be exciting to see, period. But then you look at the guys who are behind him, who could get carries as well, because we know that no team ever gets it done with one. That's that's impossible. But we saw what Lincoln Perry could do last year before he got hurt. He's an exciting player. We've seen what Isaiah Azubuki can do. He's an exciting player. He's a little bit more of that, that stouter running back. But then you also add in guys like Johnny Lang, who's transferred over from Iowa State. You add in a seasoned veteran like Alan Lamar. And then who knows, maybe a freshman could jump on the scene here. Bobby McMillan or Anthony Price. Anthony Price from just right down the road in Marion. Josh Edwards is, is still on the team as well. So there are some legitimate, exciting possibilities there. Now, I hope it's not like the year before last, where all of a sudden you got eight games into the season and you were starting your fifth string running back. I, I don't know if I wanted to necessarily see the depth showcased in that way. But it does feel like there are multiple playmakers at the position. And that gives that offense even more weapons. Especially because I, I do think these guys are going to be used more in the receiving game this year. Nine three zero three seven seven six. Again, taking your pick on who you think will be this year's A-State football MVP. Interesting note for, for A-State football. Again, we haven't seen a lot about what this team is going to look like on the field. But we do know there is going to be a tweak to how the pregame is structured this year. Yeah. And if you missed it, it's it's out on A-State social media, at least on Twitter, on the A-State football account. They have changed the Red Wolf Walk, or are changing the Red Wolf Walk, I guess you could say. And the reason for that is because, you know, before the game, and this is kind of the case everywhere, before the game, the team always goes and stays at a hotel somewhere, right? So that way they can lock out any distractions, anything like that. They can all be together, ha- all be around to have meetings and everything, and get ready for the game the next day. Well... Let me stay at the Embassy Suites. I mean, why not? It's it's there. It's right there, yeah. So take advantage. So then the Red Wolf Walk now is going to be the team walking from the Embassy Suites to the stadium. Now that changes the location of the walk. That means, look, I don't have to tell you guys, they're going to walk out of the Embassy Suites and walk north to the stadium. That's I mean, look, everybody knows where these are. I really don't feel like I'm... I'm trying to over-explain this, basically, because everybody knows where they're going to be going. So it does change things from the team walking through the middle of the tailgate area. I don't know if this is overall going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Tailgating is really spread out at Arkansas State. It's one thing I don't necessarily love about the pregame because there's not necessarily... There's not necessarily a huge feeling of community before the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some great tailgate areas, but it's very kind of split off from each other. The right. bus- The businesses are in one spot. The students are in another spot. The diehard RVers are in a completely different area, very far away from those other two. And then you've either got you've even got other fans that are set up in other places. Now, this doesn't necessarily get everybody all in one spot, but it does make the Red Wolf Walk just a little bit more centrally located. It's not it's not in the middle of everybody, but it's less far for the students to walk. It's less far for the baseball tailgaters to walk, for the RVers to walk. 
There will be people that are staying at the embassy suites that will be there to greet the team as soon as they walk out of their rooms or applaud the team, whatever. So it'll be interesting to see this this come to life. Uh, I do anticipate it still being at the same time, but we'll double check on that and, and continue. Was it two hours or three hours? It was. It was either two hours and fifteen minutes before game start or one forty-five. It was close to the two-hour mark, and I apologize that I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head. We'll double check and see if the timing is still going to be the same uh, for that on September the fourth as well. But again, uh, they changed the Red Wolf Walk. They'll get to be, they're going to be walking from the Embassy Suites to the stadium, and uh, they'll be entering there at the south side of the stadium as well, and then going down you know the hill, the gate there, and, and onto the field to to get ready and everything. So that's uh, some of the latest news there. Looking at some Red Wolves in the pros. I think it was a good weekend. Seemed like a good weekend for a lot of these guys. Uh, seemed like a really good weekend for Kirk Merritt. Playing, of course, uh, with the Dolphins. First off, they beat up on the Falcons because the Falcons are not going to be good in the regular season and they're not good now either. But looking at uh, what he was able to do there. So first things first, he's not just being used in the receiving game. He's playing on special teams as well. So he records the first tackle of the game. He records the tackle on kickoff. So they like him enough to, to use him a couple different places on the field. And then throughout the game, he ends up with, with three catches, 34 yards. And the big one here, he recorded his first touchdown as a, as a pro. So he was able to get in the end zone. And it's it very easy to find some of his highlights. There are, I think it's safe to say, a lot of Kirk Merritt stands out there in the, the Miami yes. faithful. He is just... He just has so many physical gifts in terms of his speed, his explosiveness, his leaping ability, just whatever you want to throw out there. He is able to go do it. And I'm glad that there are more opportunities for him too because I think last week he had like one catch or or no catches on one target, something like that. Just really did not show up in the stats for the Dolphins. And this week, again, he's was out there in the receiving game. He got in the end zone. <clears throat> he was used on special teams as well. So I'm interested to see, uh, you know, what some of their beat writers, what some other people say that, that follow him in camp. I also feel like it was a, a really, really good week for Forrest Merrill. Uh, he ended up with three tackles for the Chargers in their loss to the Niners. One of those is a solo tackle. And one of them, like, a pretty acrobatic tackle. Um, hat tip to his girlfriend, who is also a standout A-State student athlete, and Grace Flowers who tweeted out a clip last night of uh, Merrill making a, a great tackle, kind of a d- diving tackle, because for the fact that he is, you know, a large man, we've seen his athleticism, and he showed that off a little bit on Saturday. So it seems like there are people who, or excuse me, Sunday, that, that game was last night. So three tackles, one solo for Forrest Merrill. Uh, Omar Bayless didn't really show up in, in the stat column much against the Ravens. Um, which the Panthers just did not do anything offensively Saturday. They got they got beat 20-3 to and didn't look great in the process. Uh, he was targeted a couple of times in that game. He did not have a reception. So kind of TBD on any news there for Omar Bayless. Uh, Aaron Donkor did not see show up in the stat column for the Seahawks. And then uh, some of the other guys, I'm, I'm not really worried about continually updating everybody about J.D. McKissick and, and Demario Davis. Their roles with their teams are very safe. Uh, so 
haven't really been focused on that too much. J.D. McKissick did, I mean, he did have a catch uh, in that game against the Bengals. And then we'll see Demario Davis tonight, by the way, our first Monday Night Football tonight coming up at 7 o'clock on ESPN with the Saints hosting Jacksonville. But if you're just kind of keep track on, on opportunities for these guys or what's next for these guys, the next round of NFL cuts is tomorrow. Right now, rosters are at 85. Tomorrow, they have to be cut down to 80. And then it's the following Tuesday that is the big, 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 big one where teams have to go all of a sudden from 80 to 53. So there's unfortunately going to be a lot of carnage yeah. uh, the, the Tuesday after next. That's that's going to be the big one to watch on August the 31st. But, you know, I, I do hope that we get to continue talking about these guys for the season uh, for as long as possible. I, I do hope that at least these guys might have made uh, at least enough of an impact to land on a practice squad. But we'll continue to see. One one guy that's that's kind of interesting, Aaron Donkor for, for Seattle. I've tried to learn just a little bit more about the International Player Pathway Program, and that's what he's on. From what I've read, it almost seems like he is a lock for the for at least the practice squad for the Seahawks. And the reason for that is because the players in this program don't count against the roster numbers in in a normal way. So he's going to be with the Seahawks all the way through camp. And then he'll be eligible for an international player practice squad exemption. So you get to the end of the the preseason and the Seahawks can add him to the practice squad for extra. Like they he he doesn't count against their practice squad numbers. So, like, I guess, why would you not? Um, The only uh, note on that is that he would be ineligible to be activated during the 2021 season. So, if he lands on the practice squad in the next couple weeks, he is a practice squad player only for all of 2021. But, still, I I mean, it sounds like a good... You've got a... You're locked in on a squad. Yeah. For Donker, so... We'll continue to keep tabs on that and, of course, continue to look around at, at news and notes from all of these former A-State athletes. We'll even look up north of the border tomorrow with our CFL update. Uh, but uh, that's a quick roundup there. I'm excited to see some Monday Night Football tonight. I know it doesn't count. I know it doesn't mean anything. But it's going to be on my TV tonight, and I'm going to watch it just because. Uh, if you do need a note, though, on why the NFL season, NFL preseason is uh, completely and totally ridiculous and not worth paying attention to. Just a heads up that the Baltimore Ravens over the weekend won their 19th straight preseason game. They haven't lost a preseason game in I don't know how long. And then how good are the Ravens every year? (laughs) Not that great over the past couple years. So, sorry, they are are not elite. Joe Flacco, mm, not elite. Uh, not even there anymore. Sit pause. Time to take a break. We've got one more to take this hour. We'll be back here in a moment uh, on the Workday Red Zone. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. It's Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Congrats to Miguel Cabrera. The Tiger slugger became the 28th player in baseball history to hit 500 home runs. 
it's a remarkable milestone, even if it doesn't mean the same as it used to. 500 was once a number only the elite sluggers reached. Some of the greatest hitters of all time didn't even get there. Lou Gehrig fell just short. Joe DiMaggio wasn't even close. But the list has grown a lot in recent years. Unfortunately, it's been marred by the steroid era. Cabrera is an incredible hitter. He's right there with the all-time greats. We just don't value home runs like we used to. Not just because of the PEDs and today's analytics-driven games. The long ball is more common than ever. But Cabrera isn't just about the home runs. The 38-year-old is also approaching 3,000 hits. He won a triple crown and two MVPs. So even if we don't go nuts over 500 home runs, we'll eventually celebrate Miguel Cabrera when he goes into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen Report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. There's one brand that pro athletes like Ricky Fowler and Carson Palmer depend on to help them recover and stay on top of their games. Level Select CBD Sports Creams and Roll-Ons. You don't have to be a pro athlete to experience the fast-acting and noticeable relief of Level Select CBD. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com now. Use the promo code DAN40 for 40% off your entire order. That's right, 40%. That's LevelSelectCBD.com. Promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and... Hello, I'm estate planning and elder law attorney Chad Oldham. More and more often today, I hear clients tell me that the only thing golden about the golden years is that it takes all the gold to grow old. Don't be a victim of rising health care and nursing home costs. Be prepared. Have a plan. Contact us today to find out how we help our clients protect and preserve assets for family and future generations. The Oldham Law Firm, 603 Southwest Drive in Jonesboro, or visit us on the web at oldhamlawfirm.com. Time for new tires? Head to Plaza Tire Service today and save up to $90 instantly on eligible Firestone tires. Exclusively at Plaza Tire Service, save $50 instantly when you buy four eligible Firestone tires and increase your savings to $90 when you use your Plaza Tire Service card. Offer valid July 9th through August 31st, 2021. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval, see store for complete details. If you want the best deal on Firestone tires, plus up to $90 in instant savings, see Plaza Tire Service today. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen Kay with you. Uh, well, we got a couple more minutes this hour, and then, well, hey, we've got a whole nother hour coming up after that. Impossible not to be excited on a week like this because there is college football at the end of this week. Let me say it again. There is college football at the end of this week. We're still 12 days out from, you know, the bulk of teams getting their season underway, of course, including Arkansas State, of course, including Arkansas, and, well, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 121 teams are around the country. But we got college football 
coming up this weekend. And I like it because the slate is not necessarily overwhelming. It's not like some must-see top 25, top 5 matchup right out of the gate. But I can find a reason to watch every single game that is going to be airing this Saturday. I don't know if I will. I don't know if I'll go ahead and, and make it a full day. I still feel like this is like the last hurrah for doing any yard work to try and be productive for the next four months. So I'll be knocked out some of that. But but you go in and, and you look at the slate. Uh, the day is going to start. The very first college football game of the entire season on Saturday at noon o'clock on Fox. Nebraska at Illinois. Some interesting storylines there. One, if Scott Frost gets beat up in that one, they might just fire him when he walks off the field. Yeah. Although I don't think that's going to happen. And then two, you've got Brett Bielema now taking over at Illinois. So interesting stuff going on there. Is College Game Day on this weekend? Uh, There is one game airing on ESPN. So I don't know if there's going to be a College Game Day or not. Um, are they doing an FCS game potentially? I don't know. Let me let me look here. There, uh, I, I bet they are because here's the deal: Alcorn State and NC Central is the ESPN night game on Saturday, and that's in Atlanta. I bet there's going to be a big to do for that. Uh, there is a college game day. Yeah. Okay. Eight to eleven this Saturday okay. from Atlanta. Yeah. So Alcorn State and NC Central, because there are three uh, three FCS games coming up this weekend as well. Well, two FCS games and an FCS first FBS game. Uh, that we'll be able to find. But that week one slate, or the week zero slate, Nebraska, Illinois, at 1 o'clock on Saturday, it's UConn at Fresno State. UConn did not play last year. Uh, yeah. So what's that going to be like as they jump back into things? Hawaii at UCLA. UCLA is a team that received votes in both of the preseason polls. And even though, you know, Oregon and in Washington, USC a little bit, are all being talked about there, something weird always happens in the Pac-12. So UCLA could be that something weird because that's just the way the Pac-12 works. I, I did see today where they were like giving out free tickets for the LSU game. I can't remember what like group they were giving it out to, but they're giving out free tickets for the LSU game. I'm like, you should be able to fill that up if you it's LSU. Should. There should be no such thing as free tickets. You should at least be selling them to LSU fans that are going to exactly. show up. Uh, one of the night games on Saturday, UTEP at New Mexico State. These are not very good football teams, but... If you want to root for an ultimate underdog, New Mexico State is your team because they did not play a normal season last year. They played FCS teams in the spring. They did not look good against them. And Doug Martin has had, man, so many challenges during his time there as as the coach of the Aggies. So I kind of always want to see them not be terrible. And then uh, the night game at 9 o'clock. Southern Utah at San Jose State. San Jose State, a top 25 team last year. Nick Stark will back for one more year at quarterback. So, uh, yeah. That's Nick Starkle. Nick Starkle was good to me last year. I'll say, <laughs> Nick Starkle was very good to me last year. Hey, there is a good write-up on him uh, the end of last week, I think, in The Athletic, looking, uh, looking at his many different stops and twists and turns along the way. Yeah, he's like 28 years old and still playing quarterback. Just like 26 and a half. Okay. (laughs) That's it for hour one. Still so much more to get into in the second hour of the program. More opportunities for your phone calls as well. Keep it here on the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald. Your Monday Ticket Sports Update from KNEA. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. After what head coach Butch Jones described as a productive second scrimmage of the fall on Saturday, the football Red Wolves hold their 15th and final fall camp practice this afternoon with classes starting tomorrow. Season opener against UCA one week from Saturday. In baseball, Adam Wainwright continued his ownership of the Pirates as he held them to just two hits in eight innings, struck out nine Pirates as St. Louis took the series finale from Pittsburgh yesterday 3-0. Paul Goldsmith with a solo homer. Yadier Molina with an RBI. And Alex Ray has picked up save number 28 on the season. Cardinals and Tigers go for two starting tomorrow in St. Louis. And it's the start of the high school volleyball season tonight in Arkansas. And two teams that made it to their respective state championship matches a season ago meet in the opener that you can hear on KNEA and KBRI this evening from Don Riggs Hurricane Jim as Jonesboro plays host to Brooklyn first serve at 6 o'clock. Bringing the best deal on tires since 1963. That's Plaza Tire Service in Jonesboro, Pocahontas, and Kennett. And that's the latest from the ticket. Is it finally time to pull the trigger on a new golf cart? Or is the cart you currently have struggling to make it around the course? Let NEA Golf Cars and Perico get you rolling. Come by and see the selection of Onward Cars by Club Car. And then you can finish your new ride out with original Club Car accessories. NEA Golf Cars also is used cars from a variety of brands and can also take care of your current cart with accessories, tires, wheels, batteries, tune-ups, and more. Go by and see them on Highway 49 North or call them at 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars and Perico. Forest Kitchen and Bath, 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Vores Kitchen and Bath bring our skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vores Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends, designs, and over 70 years of experience. Visit us at VoresKitchenandBath.com or call us at 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vores Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, our passion. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better, too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Accidents will always happen, and it's usually at the worst possible time. Call Central Collision Center, 870-336-3255, and let us be the best part of a bad situation. Central Collision Center in Jonesboro has all the latest technology to repair your vehicle back to the way it was before the accident. All our technicians are factory trained and use the latest scanners, along with top-of-the-line paint to get your vehicle back to factory specs. We're fully staffed to handle any job, and we work with all insurance companies. We can even help you with your claim. Call Central Collision Center, 870-336-3255. Let us be the best part of a bad situation. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro's the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Buick GMC is leading the way. Central Buick GMC has a large selection of pre-owned vehicles, so you can find your perfect ride. Plus, new GMC Yukons and Sierras are being shipped daily to Central Buick GMC. Don't wait. Reserve yours today. Central Buick GMC, home of meet or be pricing on East Parker Road in Jonesboro. Online at centralbuickgmc.com. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Attention members and guests. You know what doesn't come in a can? Wings from B-Dubs. With 24 sauces and seasonings, these award-winning wings are delivered hot and fresh straight to your door. 
Forget about the baked beans, mac and cheese, and instant noodles. It's wings you really want. You can order takeout and delivery at buffalowildwings.com through the new Buffalo Wild Wings app or with their delivery partner, DoorDash. Buffalo Wild Wings, because let's be honest, cooking is hard. Delivery is easy. You're listening to KNEA Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Uh, halfway through a Monday here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Kara, Richie, Kate, Carlton with you for another hour. Of course, uh, Kate's going to stick around as soon as today's Workday wraps up. Workday Red Zone wraps up because uh, the setup premieres today at 2 o'clock. That's Kate as well as Andrew Bowen. They're going to be touching on, well, a lot of the topics that are important to you. Arkansas State football, college football, dashes of the pros as well. And uh, today, a great day that I think they're just going to come in. Kind of set the scene, right? For what uh, our listeners listeners will hear daily from yeah. 2 to 3, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Uh, this week will be a little bit of a work in progress. But next week, we'll start getting into the routine of weekly segments, weekly guests. So so hard to start a show at the beginning of the football season. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very hard. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of content. What, what in the world will you guys be talking about these first few it's, months of your show? It's better to start at August 23rd than June 23rd. I agree. I think, uh, if I recall correctly, uh, the the five-year anniversary of the Workday Red Zone is coming up like in mid-September. So that wasn't hard. You're starting yeah. already. you got a couple weeks football under your belt. There's just... It's... Uh, Look, we're, I'm not saying we're on autopilot this time of year because we're not. We're obviously engaged with you guys and, and having fun and enjoying these conversations. But if you had to be, you could be. Because, again, we just, you know, the topics uh, that are out yeah. there. Nationally, uh, the All-America team came out today released by the AP. Um, there's not typically a lot of Group 5 love on on some of these big national uh, preseason All-America teams. Didn't, didn't see anybody from the Sun Belt. Uh, not sure about what some of the other players are going to be in terms of, of the group of five. Just kind of skimmed it uh, this year in, in looking at that. But that's out there if you're looking for more college football news. Again, the Associated Press releasing that today at 11 o'clock. We want your takes today on who's going to shine for Arkansas State football, though. Who will be this season's A-State football MVP? That is our KavanaughCars.com question. Kind of looking around and and looking at who could be the defensive MVP um, on, on these teams because – Arkansas State is, of course, replacing its leading tackler from last season, and that was Justin Rice. You know, he was a one-and-done. He was great while he was here, no doubt about that. I mean, he finished with seven sacks, 18-and-a-half tackles for loss. He was a very, very good player, and I really do not want to think about what last season would have been like um, without him (laughs) on defense. In addition to that, you know, this team is replacing Forrest Merrill 
and we all know how good he was. You know, he playing in a position there, the interior of the defensive line, he doesn't rack up the, the stats necessarily. But he did finish last year with 42 tackles, six and a half tackles for loss, a couple sacks as well. But uh, just his all-in-all strength there at the interior of the defensive line. And and also, it again, for a big guy, he continues to show, even with the, the Chargers, that he's got a decent amount of, of athleticism. It's not all just heavy lifting that Forrest Merrill was able to do there at the interior. But but those two guys are going to be obviously severely missed for A-State football. The, the thing is, though, I, I feel like this year you look and there are guys out there that you feel like can step up and, and take their places. In fact, the very first answer to our KavanaughCars.com today, uh, KavanaughCars.com question today on Twitter was from Jim, and he said this year's MVP is going to be Kavon Bennett. If that's the case, I'm already feeling better about the 2021 A-State defense. Um, Bennett is a playmaker. Of course, he's a Tennessee transfer, played linebacker at Tennessee, and he had more tackles for loss last year than anybody returning for A-State football does this season. He will probably be used a whole lot more at defensive end there than he did at linebacker. So he is obviously a an option big time in terms of somebody who could step up. In a perfect world, though, although he would get the stats and the tackles for loss and the sacks and, and all of the highlights, it wouldn't necessarily be Bennett. It would be a guy like Terry Hampton or Vidal Scott on the interior. Because if you go back and think, you know, I, I thought defensively, A-State's most fun-to-watch season was 2016. And that was the year where you had Javon Roland-Jones on one side and you had Chris Odom on the other. Yeah. And those guys were just... I mean, look, they were twin terrors all the time. Um, those guys both finished, I think, in the... they both. Javon Roland-Jones was sixth in the country in sacks that year. Chris Odom was eighth. So... They were both just so phenomenal at being able to get to the quarterback. As a team that season, Arkansas State led the nation in tackles for loss per game. So you had those guys that were so good. But the reason those guys were so good, you had Big Waylon in the middle. He was always pretty much commanding a double team. So what happens when you have to put two bodies on Waylon Roberson? And then you had to put another body on somebody else. And then you had another. You, you can't double team everybody. The math just does not work. So that means so that so often you had Javon Roland Jones or Chris Odom just having to get around one guy. And that was it was no competition. They were able to do so. So as awesome as it would be to see Kevon Bennett or JoJo get to those numbers again, if they're able to have that success, it probably means that the true MVP on the defense is going to be somebody there at the interior of the defensive line, which, again, would be would be awesome. They don't necessarily have the guy um, built like a big Waylon to step into that role this year because Waylon was a bowling ball. He was six foot tall and 330 pounds. He was an immovable mountain, the interior of the D-line. And so physically, um, Terry Hampton isn't that big size-wise. Um, Vidal Scott is not that big size-wise. John Mincy, the the Tennessee transfer, is not that big size-wise. You know, some of the guys that they have that are more 
um, closer to, to Wayland's weight, you know, north of 300 pounds in that 320 range. Those are guys that are young. They're freshmen, redshirt freshmen, or transfers that, that might not be out there as much. So you might not physically have that guy that's cut like from, from Wayland Roberson's cloth. But I do think all of us kind of expect that to be a, a position where things will be better and just defensively in general. I expect better things. Uh, when you look again at, at who could be the defensive MVP, Vaughn Bennett's name is going to come up a lot, as it should. Also interested to see what kind of year Caleb Bonner is going to have. Butch Jones has name-dropped Caleb Bonner as much or more in spring, in fall camp, as anybody else. We've talked to Caleb Bonner um, in terms of, you know, post-practice media sessions as much or more as anybody else. And Jones only puts those guys out there to talk to the media that he has ultimate trust in. So internally, it seems like there are incredibly high expectations for for Bonner. Yeah. And linebacker overall is a position where there's just going to have to be, you know, a little bit a little bit more improvement. It can't all just be a one-man show like it seemed like it was last year at times with just Justin Rice. So potential there. No doubt. Who will be the season's A-State football MVP? 9303776 is the number to call. By the way, Waylon Roberson, if you're just curious what, what happened there, um, in terms of his career after A-State football, obviously just awful, terrible, no good, rotten luck in getting hurt in one of the final games of his college career. And then, of course, that screwed up his professional opportunities and just didn't have a, a shot there, unfortunately, just due to timing. But I believe he's now on the coaching staff of Bemidji State. He's a college coach somewhere. Which so. is where? North. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured. <laughs> I th- I, Minis- Minnesota? Yeah, that sounds like a very Minnesota college name. I have to remember how to spell Bemidji State before. It, it is. It is. It is. In, okay. okay. Shockingly enough, it's in Bemidji. Okay. And that is in Minnesota. They also used to have like an arena football team or some kind of league team. Some A-State alum played for the Bemidji pro team, and I can't remember what league it was in. I I think it's folded since then. I'm never going to remember. I'm never going to be able to pull this name out of thin air. I had no idea we'd be talking so much about Bemidji State today on the program or just (laughs) Bemidji, Minnesota. Bemidji State founded in 1919, by the way, in case you're curious. Moving on, 9303776 is the the number to call. I I have no more information about Bemidji State. You're going to have to do your own Googling to figure out out the latest there. Uh, Looking at, uh, continue to look at some of your answers. Lane on Twitter says he would love to see Rucker step into the role that Merritt, Bayless, Adams... And all of those guys uh, were standouts in, obviously, there at wide receiver. He says Perry is his second choice. Calls him a Lawson-esque, hard-nosed guy. From Butch, he is looking at, on defense, Bonner or Bennett. On offense, Rucker or Murray. I'm I'm just ready to see, because I do this too. I'm ready to see Murray get out there for a few games. So we can all, as a group, start saying, you know, if he's healthy, when he's healthy, what he looks like when he's healthy. I'm just ready to see him be out there yeah. and be healthy so we don't have to throw out like a disclaimer 
every time we talk about our expectations for Murray. He's probably ready for it, too. You know, when we talked to him during media day, that was, I know that was the first question I had for him. I know that was the first question that was asked uh, to him earlier in the week when he did kind of a a post-media, a uh, post-practice media session. I'm sure throughout the course of media day, his health status probably was asked by every single person that he talked to. So there's probably nobody more ready to quit talking about his health than, than Marcel Murray. But uh, let's all take a quick moment to, to knock on wood together. If you don't have any visible wood next to you, just use your noggin. Sometimes that, that works in a pinch. But just knock on wood for a uh, season, healthy season for Murray. Let's go ahead and hit pause here again. 9303776 is a number uh, to call to get in on the conversation. Your pick for A-State football's MVP coming up this year. We'll come back. We'll dive into uh, some pro talk. In fact, let's check in on the Cardinals. They did not get swept by the Pirates. Goodness gracious. More on that in a moment. Keep it here on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro's the car capital of the Mid-South. And Central Chevrolet is leading the way. Save up to $3,500 on a 2021 Chevy Silverado. Get $3,000 off a 2021 Chevy Equinox. Or $1,500 off a 2021 Trax with new inventory arriving daily. Ask about free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Central Chevrolet, home of meter beat pricing on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com with approved credit check dealer for detail. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. You'll be glad you chose Collision Repair to get your car back to normal after an accident. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jones wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Farmers, with harvest just around the corner, Pico Foods is now booking corn and milo. If you haven't called Pico Foods, do so today and take advantage of their always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, is committed to doing business with local producers, and right now they want to buy your corn and milo. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9300. 
If you need hearing aids but don't know if your insurance company covers them, call Hearing Specialists in Jonesboro today. They can find out for you. So why wait? Call 932-8200. Right now, Arkansas Obamacare Insurance and some Blue Cross policies are paying for digital wireless Bluetooth state-of-the-art hearing aids from Hearing Specialists in Jonesboro. But this may be for a limited time, so you must act soon. Call Hearing Specialists in Jonesboro now at 932-8200. 932-8200. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out. 9303-776. The number to call. Taking your pick for this season's Arkansas State Football MVP. Our question each day brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. A one-stop shop uh, to get you in a vehicle, get you on the road. So much you can do right there online. You can, you can buy a car today from your couch if you so choose at KavanaughCars.com. That blows my mind. But uh, if you just want to go ahead and, and take baby steps, just go look at their inventory first uh, before you buy a vehicle. All of that is available for you on their site. Uh, but you can start taking even more steps than that to get your car. You can get pre-approved. You can find out what your trade-in is worth. Uh, so much information at KavanaughCars.com. Checking in on the Cardinals from over the weekend. This was a, look, it was a, a vastly disappointing series. For St. Louis. There were so many things that you could look at in this series that were, were encouraging for the Cardinals. But at the end of the day, you lost two of three to the Pirates, which is kind of unacceptable when you're trying to make grounds in a wild card race. I mean, if you're playing one of the worst teams in all of Major League Baseball, you have to take advantage of that. And St. Louis was really unable to do so. Uh, it blows my mind. Really, how how almost anybody right now can go out and lose two of three to the Pirates. Especially when you look at how the Cardinals fared in terms of their starting pitching over the weekend. Uh, First things first, on Friday night you get Miles Michaelis back. So, excellent news there as this team, as it gets more and more into uh, the crunch time, as it gets more and more into playoff hunt time, this team's starting to get healthy. So, that's fantastic news. And Michaelis did about what was what was expected there in terms of pitch count and things like that. I think he ended up throwing in the neighborhood of 84 pitches. So not quite enough to get to a quality start, but he threw five innings. He did not give up an earned run, did give up a, a couple runs, but just two hits, walked two, struck out five. That's If your starting pitching, pitcher is able to do that, you should be able to go out and, and do something to help him get to a win. But the Cardinals were completely inept at the plate on Friday night. Uh, a couple nuggets from, from that game. First off, the, the guy they were facing in Mitch Keller had been bad this season. He was, he was, he's a bad pitcher. He came into that game with an ERA of almost 7. And not a small sample size ERA of 7. It's not like that was only after 3 or 4 starts. No, no, no. Keller has made 15 starts this year. Has an ERA of almost 7. And he was part of a a handful of Pirates there that blanked the Cardinals. The Cardinals, uh, this note from the game on Friday that blew my mind. 
The Cardinals became the first team in Major League Baseball this season to get at least 10 hits in a game and not score a run. It's not really a fun fact you want associated with your team. But the Cardinals did that on, on Friday. So you open that that series with some good news in Miles Michaelis coming out and looking sharp, but some bad news in the fact that you cannot do anything at the plate. Leave 12 men on base. So you get to Saturday. And Saturday, you have a revitalized J-Hat pitching. I would like to publicly take back all of those things I said said about J-Hat, which, which to be fair, to throw out a to be fair here, Hap was terrible with the Twins. He was awful. Nobody in baseball had given up more earned runs than Jay Happ with the Twins at the time the Cardinals acquired him. He was a bad pitcher in Minnesota. So what has he done in his four starts with the Cardinals? His ERA is under two. <laughs> it's 1.99. I, I don't know, again, what kind of magic, Cardinals devil magic, Dust they've been able to find in the cupboards that Dave Duncan left behind a decade ago. And they sprinkled it all over Jay Jay Happ. But, I mean, it's worked. And so he was more than adequate in his start on on Saturday night. He went out and did not allow a run. Um, Again, he's he's flirted with a quality start in all four of his starts uh, for St. Louis. Hasn't quite got there. But he's flirted with a quality start, and he did turn in one on Saturday. Six innings of two-run ball. Just two solo home runs given up in, in that one. And that should be enough. That, that's a good enough start for your starting pitcher to go out and do for, for a team to be able to go out and get a win. But again, the Cardinals just blew too many opportunities in that game. And... We're not able to take advantage of, of several different situations. Left several more runners on base. And uh, lost that one 5-4. to four. Then you had Adam Wainwright pitch on Sunday and he was Adam Wainwright. I'm pretty sure Adam Wainwright's ERA against the Pirates is nothing. Because he's so good against that team. Uh, as he should be. They're a bad team. But he looked good on Sunday. I think now, what, 17 straight, at least 17 straight shutout innings against the Pirates for Adam Wainwright. He's won his last seven starts, I think, against them. He's just really good against Pittsburgh. Again, it does help that yeah. Pittsburgh is terrible. A lot of people are good against yeah. Pittsburgh. <laughs> he didn't quite, uh, his last start against the Pirates was a Maddox prior to Sunday. And then Sunday he goes out uh, not quite as good. But, it, I mean, look, you're not going to go out and throw a Maddox every time. But he still went eight innings, shut out innings, and, and struck out nine. So, very good performance there. The Cardinals are able to avoid the sweep. But just such a, a frustrating series because you're playing a terrible team. The Pirates are going to end up this week being 40 games under 500. There is no excuse not to at least be able to win that series, even if you don't get the sweep. Especially when you look around and you you are chasing a Padres team that all of a sudden is terrible. They weren't terrible a month ago, but all of a sudden they cannot pitch. And they're losing to really bad teams. You're trying to keep pace with the Reds. There, there should have been 
so many positive things to have taken out of this series. And instead, you only went one out of three. The Cardinals with just a few more opportunities coming up here to take advantage of, of a week's schedule. It's Detroit that's up next. They're not any good. And then after Detroit, it's going to be a series against the Pirates again. But then after that, gosh, it's the Reds, the Brewers, the Dodgers, the Reds, the Mets, the Padres, the Brewers. That's the next month of baseball. All of those teams better than you on paper. All those teams probably better than you <laughs> in every other way it's a as tough well. Stretch. It's a brutal stretch. You go a month without playing a team that's uh, that's below five hundred. It's rough. Let's check in with Clark. He'll talk some Cardinal baseball with us. How are you today? Hey, good. How are y'all? How you doing? Great. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Uh, um, I'm I'm kind of like uh, yeah, a lot of people on half. I think he. He might have just need to change the scenery. He, uh, I think he's a good pitcher. I think he, he, he definitely has been for us, I think. But uh, I seen something on the Cardinal webpage this morning, on the Cardinal fan page, that somebody said something about uh, when Carlson comes back, we ought to put him in center and let Newt stay in right field and, uh, because the Vader is fading so bad at the plate. What do y'all think? I know Bader had a couple of, of miscues in the past couple games in the outfield, but he also just had some insanely good catches as well. He's just such an asset, typically right. defensively, that that unless he's just in a skid where he is, you know, 0 for 20 or something like that, and you want to spell him for a game to give him a breather, you, you certainly don't sit him for any kind of extended period of time. Well, okay, I... I... I, I just noticed he's back to them old, the old habits of chasing them outside sliders. It's way down, out and down and away. And I just, he got out of that. Now it just seems like every pitcher in the, in the faces him knows he's going to go after that again. But now, like you said, that's that's what I was talking about. Do we weigh his stellar defensive play uh, that much above, say, somebody like Carlson, who's healthy, has a little bit as a switch hitter, you know. That's that's what, and also, and and getting Newbar in the lineup as a left left handed hitter is is an advantage. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I still I still lean Bader defense. for now for the defense. If it, yes, I absolutely. mean, if this if this recent slump continues, you know, he went he went three straight games without a hit. Um, against Milwaukee and in Pittsburgh before he right. got a hit yesterday. I mean, if if he continues to look for, like that, if he, if he goes through another phase where he is one for sixteen, then then yeah, you can revisit that conversation, especially while Newt Bart is is fairly hot right now. But well, yeah, we've seen other people come up from Memphis and hot for a spell too, and we've we've traded them off for some reason. But anyway, uh, uh, I don't. I, like you said, we've got a tough schedule coming up. And all these teams who are fixing to play, and I don't know, you know, sometimes when you're the spoiler, you play better. Yeah. And that, and that's I think that's the case with Pirates. They they played better this weekend than, than, than they have in a long time, or against uh, in a recent series anyway. Uh, but now when we go to playing them other teams, we better, we better step our game up because there ain't going to be no – those those errors like uh, 
throwing to third base instead of cutting the runner off and keeping him from going second. If you know you ain't got to play a third, I've seen that the other day, and I thought, man, that's little league stuff right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's bull. You know, letting that runner get on second when you had no chance of throwing out that runner at third. I thought, my goodness, even our little league coach would have been eating our asses, or pardon me, beating our butts out when we got to the bench. Not smart baseball. Anyway, yeah, not smart baseball. But you know, even even the pros make mistakes, and yeah. and it's easy for us to see it from the from the TV screen. You know, <laughs> so oh yeah, I'm the a... moment is a lot different. I, I I caught when I was younger, and and I I definitely know what no Molina, but I always thought I was a thinking man's position. Well, I'm a really good so, coach for my couch. I mean, phenomenal. There you go, man. Have you seen the commercial with the? Uh, on the football uh, deal where the, the guys on the liners <laughs> in the play, that's pretty good. I, I don't know I, if I, I have go in next Yeah, it shows them sliding around in the recliner going out for a pass or blocking people, and he has to go to the sideline. He goes, Coach, I believe I can go back in next play. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Clark, uh, we appreciate you giving right, us the care. ring today. No, hey, I, whoops. I dropped, Sorry. Sorry, Clark. Apologies on that. I do say bye, and I just hit the drop button. I'm awful about that. I'll do better. I always say I'll do better, but I don't necessarily do better. We'll we'll try harder. Let's hit pause. We'll come back, check in. On some of the additional headlines from around the baseball world, phone lines will be open during the <laughs> during the break at 9303776. I've gotten myself all flustered now for no reason whatsoever. I guess just made it an, an hour and a half through the show before a case of the Mondays. Has crept up. But uh, again, we'll be right back after this. More MLB talk on the way on the ticket. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. Thought ticket. It's finally time to go out. You know, camp out, cook out, or just hang out. And before you head out this year, head in to Mr. T's. Mr. T's has everything you need. The biggest selection, the coldest beer, and the absolute lowest prices. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. So head across the Kahlua Colored Waters to Riverside or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And find out yet again why it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro is the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Nissan is leading the way. Central Nissan has new inventory arriving daily. Check out the new 2022 redesigned Nissan Pathfinder. Plus, Central Nissan has a huge selection of pre-owned inventory with great financing, low APR, and extended terms. Central Nissan, home of meter beat pricing, corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro, or online at centralnissan.net. With approved credit, see dealer for details. 
Be part of a company that helps get food to grocery stores, medicine to pharmacies, and online orders to customers around the world. Hytrill has been an industry leader for over half a century, and they're ready for you to join their team. Design and build new conveyor systems and technology at a company that people want to work with and want to work for. One that puts its employees, partners, and customers first. Join the Hytrill family. Apply today at careers.hytrill.com. At JT White Hardware and Lumber, trust the name the pros trust is more than a slogan. It's the peace of mind that comes with walking into a local business and seeing faces you recognize and people that recognize you. And it's the promise that they're going to help you get your project, no matter how large or small, done as quickly as possible at the best price. It doesn't matter if you need a new rake or a new roof. Come see why JT White is the name found on most local job sites. JT White Hardware and Lumber, located at Harrisburg and Parker Roads near I-555 in Jonesboro. Hi, I'm Buddy Mayer from the Mean Pig Barbecue in Cabot, Arkansas. I'm a retired U.S. Air Force veteran. I served in Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm. I've received my COVID-19 vaccination. I think it's very important for our community and our state. I serve my country proudly, both here and abroad. I think it's time that everyone step up and serve their community and their state by getting vaccinated to protect our community. We need to get vaccinated. We need to protect ourselves and our state. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back. 9303776, the number to call. Karen Cade with you. Uh, killing time until the setup makes its premiere today at 2 o'clock. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen. Hope everybody sticks around for that. Continuing to uh, check in on some Major League Baseball news. Actually, already a game underway. Boston and Texas playing the Red Sox up 2-1. to one. But uh, things have shifted in the wild card race. As all of a sudden now, uh, the Padres, who seem to have a lock on that second wild card spot, have taken a bit of a downturn. And they have lost that spot. It's the Reds right now in possession of the second wild card. Padres not dealing with this current downturn well. They've lost eight out of their last ten, so what do they do today? They fired their pitching coach. So big changes made. Today, with uh, the Padres parting ways with Larry Rothschild. Of course, uh, the Cardinals, despite the fact that they did lose two out of three over the weekend to the Pirates, are still not too terribly far out of it in the wild card race. Uh, four and a half back now from the Reds. And of course, they would have to leapfrog the Padres as well, three and a half back there. But uh, Dodgers in clear control of that first wild card. Fun weekend in baseball for Miggy. Miguel Cabrera getting to number 500. Is that still as, I guess, magical of a number as it used to be? Uh, I think it is. I just don't think – I don't know. I don't think baseball is covered a lot. I think that's part of the problem. Like, I I could go on a whole rant about just the uh, – like, if you go on Instagram or Twitter and look at ESPN and SportsCenter's feed, it's all NBA 24-7. There's yeah. no talk of Major League Baseball. So, I think it – to, like, baseball fans it is, but – I don't think it gets put out there as much. I don't feel like I 
read and heard and saw a lot about it. I think I think when it did happen over the weekend, I just happened to have just checked Twitter, uh, so saw a lot about it. But otherwise, I, yeah, I don't feel like Cabrera is kind of getting the the love he deserves today for hitting such an incredible milestone. And what that means, that's always been in a big, big number. 503,000. Those are some of the significant, significant numbers around baseball. It used to be 300 wins as well, although that's changed dramatically over the last few years. But I do feel like offensively, those are the still still the marks to hit. 500, 3,000. Hey, Red Wolf Mark. Hey, Sarah. How you doing? Guess, guess, guess where I'm headed now. Where are you headed? I'm going to pick up my tickets for eight for the Red Wolf football game. Well, that's really exciting, Red Wolf Mark. That's really cool. Yes, I am. I am excited. I, I'm I'm pumped up today. Yeah, I'm pumped up just like Kate is. Yeah, and uh, Kate, I got a new nickname for you since, since you're working Brooklyn's game. Okay. Okay. Your your new name's uh your new name's Bearcat. Kate Bearcat. Okay. Yeah. Or I'm we could say, do say, Cade Voice of the Bearcats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's Cade's new name. Okay. Yeah, so, and, and Craig Miller's, uh, Craig, we're going to call him Craig Miller Raider. Raider Craig. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and we'll call, and we'll call, uh, Budrow Hurricane. We'll call, we'll call, uh, Randy Myers, uh, wait, wait, wait! Blazer. Don't don't tell me. Oh, I was gonna guess. I was well. I mean, I was gonna guess Blazer, but I just I really wanted to guess. I think I would have got it right. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. Okay, all right. And, and everybody knows what to call me. Red Wolf Mark. That's right. Yep. And uh, and Jack, I got a new name for you. I want to let you guess what his and Miss Lisa's is because they like green. What, what's the green county? I want to see if you know what Green County is. God's country? Yeah. Green County. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say go to everybody in Johnville and go to all the high school football teams and Red Wolves. Okay. And and, and go get your shots, people, because everybody's doing good. Keep going and getting them. Okay. All righty. Thank you. All righty. Uh, perfect segue, I guess, into a reminder of our high school football coverage <laughs> coming up this weekend on the EAV Family of Stations. We might as well run down the slate. He just went through all the broadcasters, so we'll tell you where we can find everything. Of course, uh, we are welcoming in the Brooklyn Bearcats to the EAB fold uh, this year. Very excited for that. You'll hear Kate Carlton calling their games on 1017 Kiss FM. Uh, right here on the ticket, of course, we'll continue to bring you Hurricane Football with Bud Trapel. Uh That's uh, been going on for a while. No changes there. The football coverage will air right here on, on KNEA. Over on KBTM 1230, News Talk 1013, Randy Myers on the call for the Valley View Blazers. And then Bob FM 941, Craig Miller on the call there for the Nettleton Raiders. So that is the football lineup, of course, uh, after all those games are over. Make sure you have it right back here on the ticket for the Friday Night Light Scoreboard Show. Uh, as soon as, as JHS wraps up, we're going to be bringing you that program, and uh, it is every score from every game. Every team in Northeast Arkansas, you'll be able to hear all the finals right here on the ticket. So Friday night, 
Friday night, it's go time. Cannot wait for the start of the season. I, it's a little personal note. For, for a lot of my life, I've lived kind of in the same area of Jonesboro, which some people might think that's lame that I haven't gone off and, and moved somewhere else or tried different things or that I'd, I still kind of live close to the same neighborhood I always have. But almost my whole life, I've been somewhere in the vicinity where I could hear the Jonesboro High School Band. And they were out, I guess, last weekend. It was uh, They had a scrimmage, or what do they call them, jamborees or, or something yeah, like that. And yeah. I could hear the PA from my house. I, I can't wait. Cannot wait for Friday night. going to be really, really good stuff. And I know that uh, there's just a lot of excitement around Northeast Arkansas for the high school football season. Uh, you know what? I tell you what. We were talking a little bit of baseball. I still want to come back and talk more about you know, the, the 500 discussion and more. But let's go ahead and, and take our last break so we can come back and kind of reset that conversation. And we will we will uh, dive into it right after this. One more segment to go. Keep it with us on The Ticket. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Registration for the 2021 fall semester classes has begun at East Arkansas Community College in Forest City. The American Rescue Plan has funding that students may receive for the fall semester. Yes, that's right. Free money for fall. Up to $1,200 for degree-seeking students enrolled in six or more hours. For more information, call 870-633-4480, extension 215, or email care at eacc.edu. Fall classes begin Monday, August 23rd. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. There are many programs available to get you trained and get you to work faster. Apply online at eacc.edu. Visit the Wind Center or main campus in Forest City or call 870-633-4480 and register today for the fall semester. Ralston Family Farm, Centennial Bank, and the Flying L Rodeo present the Letter Bucky Crankhead County Rodeo, Saturday, August the 28th at 8 p.m. at Roger Bell Memorial Arena in Caraway. Bulls, saddle, bronc, and bareback. The Letter Bucky Crankhead County Rodeo, sanctioned by the Arkansas Rodeo Association with $2,500 in added prize money. Bring the whole family. Saturday, August the 28th at Roger Bell Memorial Arena in Caraway. Admission is just $8 for adults, $5 for kids, and kids under six get in free. For more information, check out our Flying L Rodeo Facebook page or call 870-219-7301. That's 870-219-7301. We'll see you at the Letter Buck in Craighead County Rodeo. Roger Bell Memorial Arena in Caraway at 8 p.m. Saturday night, August the 28th. Brought to you by Ralston Family Farms and Centennial Bank. The Letter Buck in Craighead County Rodeo. For more information, call 870-219-7301 and like Flying L Rodeo on Facebook. It's finally everyone's favorite season of the year, grilling season. And the meat shop at Mountain Home has all your favorites fully stocked and ready to go. Filets, ribeyes, chuckeye steaks, chicken grillers, bacon-wrapped jalapenos, and always the world-famous 93.7 ground chuck. Burgers, dogs, buns, charcoal. Don't forget the seafood selection with lobster tails, shrimp, salmon, and stuffed flounder. An extensive selection of seasonings, cold domestic beer, and local craft favorites. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 until 5.30. The Meat Shop, Mountain Home, curbside service and delivery available. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. 
Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service Card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. If you came across a child struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? Where they speak? Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America. 200 Food Bank Strong. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Stretch, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone, 9303776. The number to call. Last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Who will be this season's Arkansas State football MVP? Uh, another answer to share with you from social media. As Brian says, uh, his vote is for James Blackman. He is clearly in the Blackman camp in terms of who he believes is going to be the starting quarterback this season and looks for him to have a big impact. There at uh, at quarterback, and of course, uh, be the MVP there for the season. In a perfect world, I can tell you who I want Arkansas State's MVP to be, and it's hard to just pick one, but it would be an offensive lineman because one that's that's a position where like nobody talks about it a lot, unless they're you either have to be screwing up, which is when usually more conversations are are had about it. Or you just have to be insanely out of this world good. Because for most of us, even if you're a longtime football fan, most of us just aren't great about evaluating the O-line position. We don't have the stats to look at. Um, If you want to go in and find rankings of offensive linemen, you've got to go in and find some pretty deep analytic sites. And even then, you're looking at groups and not necessarily individual players. It's just for most yeah. of us that are fans, it's it's a more difficult position to evaluate. Now, you can evaluate the stats around them, of course. Uh, a lack of sacks or tackles for loss. Or uh, you can look at yards per carry or, or whether or not the team is successful in, in power run opportunities. But But in a perfect world, it would be an offensive lineman. Because if an offensive lineman ends up being an MVP of this team, that it means that everybody else on the offense is doing pretty good things. So that would be kind of the perfect world answer. I I think my answer at the end of the day, though, I think I've kind of talked myself into into going with Marcel Murray. I just think the opportunity is there for him to have an incredible season. The health is there for him to have an incredible season. And that's just that's that's who I'm going to roll with this year. I'm going to resist the urge to give offensive and defensive MVPs. I just put out one. That's that's what I'm going with. I'm going to go with Marcel Murray. But if I did pick a defensive MVP, it would be Kevon Bennett. But we're just going with one. Just one. Just one. Kay, do you have an answer today? Uh, I mean, I guess along those same Marcel Murray lines, I'll go, uh, how about Dahu Green? That's a name that I've been throwing out there a whole okay. lot. So. It is not. And I, I look forward to that. Again, a lot of that is kind of the same Situation as Murray is in, where so much yes. of it depends on his health. But we were able to see glimpses of what he could do last year and how impactful he could be when he was healthy. So we'll see. Nine three zero three seven seven six. Getting another out for uh, Bennett on the text line as well. 
from somebody whose judgment I big time trust. Big, big things are expected, no doubt, from Kavon Bennett. You know, one of the things that I think has been interesting in, in reading about the scrimmage and some other takeaways from A-State football, it does just seem like Butch Jones is determined to have a bigger push for connecting. Now, obviously, the, the the way you really want to connect there is is with the fans because they're the lifeblood of your program. They give you money and help you do all the things you need to do to be successful. So the, the 1,200 Club, another way to connect with your football donors that Butch Jones has been doing. Um, but he's even doing things like trying to make sure this team is connecting with the band. After the scrimmage... Has his players go and talk to the band. Has his players go and make sure they know the fight song. Just different ways of connecting that Butch Jones is really focused on for this upcoming season. 12 days, friends. That's all we got. Again, 930-3776. Uh, yeah. We want to get one of the last words. The last like two to three weeks are the worst. Because every day just kind of like slowly <laughs> drags by. It'll be here before you know. But, be like, right. when the Little League World Series is on TV, that that means it's go time. Yeah. It's about that time. Yeah. They had the uh, Little League World Series pro game last night between the Indians and the Angels, which I thought was pretty neat. I kind of liked how they did the uh, the Great Lakes and the West teams on the jerseys. I thought that was a, a nice touch. But I guess I just find it fascinating that the Angels consistently have on their team the best player in baseball. Right now, it's it's Shohei Otani. And for several years, it was Mike Trout. But yet, they're just not good. They haven't, they haven't been good in forever. Nobody talks about them as a team. It's like, oh, look what Shohei did. Oh, by the way, the Angels lost 8-4. It's just consistent with that team. It kind of blows my mind. Um, you look at, at Mike Trout and... You know, he's one of the guys that's on the short list in terms of guys that could possibly get to that 500 home run mark that we were talking about earlier with with Cabrera. But that's still quite a ways in the future. I do wonder if some of those numbers will continue to to mean as much because I don't feel like we're going to see as many guys hit those marks. We saw so many guys that, uh, shockingly enough, were playing well in the 90s be able to get to those marks in, in the last decade. And now, all of a sudden, it's been... I mean, who was the last guy before Miggy to get to, the, get to that number? Uh, I don't know. It had, it had been a minute since somebody else had been able to get to that mark. And now we're at a point where I think it's it could be a while until there's another member of the 500 Homer Club. Oh, I got the answer here. I knew I had an article pulled up somewhere. But, the, but prior to Cabrera, over the weekend, it was David Ortiz... Back in September 2015. So almost six years since somebody got to that mark. In the early 2000s, we saw all kinds of guys hit that number. But a lot of these had kind of tainted conversations around Barry Bond, Sammy Sosa, Rafael Palmero, A-Rod, Manny Ramirez were all guys that got to the number. Now some others did as well, guys that we celebrated uh, still celebrate today in terms of Ken Griffey Jr. and Frank Thomas. But right now, you look at who could be next. Nelly Cruz is at 443. But 
Nelson Cruz is on my disabled or on my uh, on my fantasy team. That dude's on the IL like every two weeks. Yeah. And he still hits home runs, but I don't know if he hits that much else. He's uh, I don't know if he's gonna make it. After that, Robinson Cano has three thirty four. He gets suspended constantly. He's suspended right now. And then Stanton is at 332. Mike Trout's at 310. Injured. And even though he's able to put up prolific numbers, it's it's going to be a while. So Miggy's kind of the guy for the foreseeable future that gets to celebrate this mark. He has obviously been in a bit of a, a downturn the past few years as he's as he's gotten older. But his prime was one of the best active primes that we've seen in a while. He was very, very good uh, when he was in his prime. But yeah, I don't feel I don't feel like that was much of a discussed story over the weekend. Which is a shame because this is the last hurrah before college football starts and that starts to dominate the conversation. Yeah. Um, there was not really any NBA news from over the weekend. There's, I mean, th- there's nothing else going on right now, um, with the exception of, of preseason football. But yet, baseball is still struggling to grab the attention and generate conversation, and that kind of bums me out. And this is a story that uh, a conversation we've had so many times. I guarantee you, Sports Center led with uh, preseason NFL football and some random story about NBA offseason on their telecast on Saturday instead of this. Yeah. And in today, you know, there's there is NFL news. Um Cam Newton has been sidelined over a protocol misunderstanding. An interesting story there. Uh, there's conversations about Dak Prescott, what his injury status is. Uh there's college football talk because the Big Ten has Finally announced today. I'm baffled that they just now announced today their COVID uh, scheduling situation. Every other league in the country has been like, all right, if you have to cancel a game due to COVID, you don't get to make it up. It's just a forfeit. Like the Sun Belt put that out a month and a half ago. How is yeah. How is the Big Ten just now coming to this decision? But those are some of the biggest stories going on right now in the sports world. And again, a, a huge number for Miggy over the weekend and just not uh, not a lot, not a lot of conversation. Cardinals will see him in a couple days, though. So I hope, you know, the, the St. Louis fans are usually fairly good about acknowledging cool things in baseball that don't necessarily happen to their team. I'm hoping he gets a, uh, a good round of applause when he rolls into town in the next couple of days. Completely change of topic, but still baseball related. Did you see Colton Wong tag up from third on a foul pop-up over the weekend? I did not, no. I guess I bring it up because I I just still steadily get in my feels about Colton Wong because he's a guy that I would very much still like to see on this this Cardinals roster. But uh, their game against the Nationals, he was on third. And there was a a pop-up in foul territory. Um, you know, on the on on the right side, down the the first baseline, and he tagged from third on a foul pop up. It was just it was just good awareness from him to realize that you had the catcher over there, the pitcher over there tracking that foul ball, nobody covering home, so tagged and scored on a foul pop up. <laughs> 
I miss him so much. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it gets it gets me in my emotions. I sat down today and started to make a full roster of former Cardinals who are doing well this year, and I got so depressed I had to quit. I got there about six players. Actually, I think it was about eight players, several of whom are batting 275 or higher, having phenomenal years with their team, some good pitchers. I got to shut up. The show's over. <laughs> show's over. We've got uh, much better things coming up instead of sad baseball talk. Well, I say that. Maybe there's going to be some sad baseball talk following us later. But uh, the setup is next. Cannot wait for the premiere. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen on the way next. Uh, after that, of course, stick around for the drive with Brad Bobo at 3. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC will be on at 10. And then Kate and I will be back tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk with you tomorrow.